It's time for a Shway Media Podcast. On this episode of Bands We Love to Hate, how many times can Tim say Halsey's name wrong in a single episode? How do you fit your roommate back in Boulder's mattress in the back of your rover? Is the thing in Andrew Taggart's chest his heart or his boobs? What is the significance of the number 17? All of that and more on this episode of Bands We Love to Hate. Hello everyone and welcome to Bands We Love to Hate, a show where we take a band that we as a music-loving society have deemed just awful and give them one final look and listen uh, and see if they're actually worthy of the hate that um, we bestow upon them. My name is Tim, I am one of your hosts uh, of this show and you can find me on Twitter at Timmy2step or on our podcast network's Twitter handle at Shway Media. And you can find the show as well on Twitter and Instagram at Bands We Love to Hate and at BWLTH on the Twitters. I think that's all the social medias that we need to mention, except for my co-host, Mr. Sam Schwegler. Say hi, Sam. Howdy, y'all. Welcome here from Tennessee. Tennessee. And I'm down here in Austin, if y'all didn't know. We say y'all in both these parts. One's north, one's south, but we came together. And I think um, to myself, what a wonderful world. What a wonderful world, indeed. Um, you can find Sam on Twitter, at Sam Schwegler, uh, but he doesn't use that because it's a garbage place, and you shouldn't either. Um, but you can find him on Instagram, where he frequents that, as well as our uh, podcast Instagram as well. Um, it's there, too, um, on Instagram's servers. If you're, if you're lucky, I'll send you a dick pic. Don't. It's a picture of Dick Cheney. It's a picture of Dick Cheney. Yeah, and it's more terrifying than an actual dick pic. Um, yeah, I'd rather get a dick pic, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can find Sam on uh, Instagram, at Sam Schwegler. Um, and unless you're on MySpace 12 years ago, uh, you won't find us on there anymore. So in case you are just now joining the internet, MySpace, unfortunately, um, is gone. Uh, not gone, but everything from before what was it sam 2017 16 has been lost in a myspace <laughs> there's nothing data transfer. That there's nothing yeah um so if you ever had anything on myspace just a quick fyi it's now gone so rest in peace myspace of old we will miss you it but was an inside job we, it was an inside it. job justin timberlake owns part of it so i'm gonna blame it on him um or at least he did uh, i don't know if he does anymore so let the conversation begin we're going to be talking today about a very different band uh, that was very post-MySpace, but got famous on the internet regardless. Sam, who are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about none the other... None the, the other. Chainsmokers. <laughs> the Chainsmokers. People who claim they don't smoke cigarettes um, and got their name off smoking a bunch of pot or something, um, and because the uh, URL was available, come to find out. So, yeah. But also, they smoke jewels now. Oh, they smoke jewels. Oh, the cool high schooler cigarettes that you can buy at the gas station, right? Like the vapes. Yeah, They're vape vapes. pens. Little skinny vape pens. Those things. I don't like vape pens, but those things are kind of cool looking. Uh, they're a little, a little flat, right? You can fit them like in a little yeah, the coin pocket. Yeah, the aesthetic is cool. Yeah, the aesthetic is cool, but it still makes you look like a douchebag. I'm sorry if you're listening. I don't judge you for vaping, but we're sorry if you're in high school. We're we're sorry that you're in high school when. It will get better once you get out, um, and then worse, and then better, and then you'll be in debt. So, um, 
But the chain smokers, they avoided all of their debts and own many houses and are popping up all over the place because they're basically one of the most famous bands in the world right now. Um, or their songs released just played enough to where it sounds like they are. Um, yeah, it's they're kind of the worst, um, but maybe they're kind of the best. We don't know, and that's what we're going to find out. So, let's Cue the look, music. look at their basics. So, um, how many albums do they have? They have five, technically, um, but three of them are EPs. But there's multiple, like, there's more than like five songs on some of those EPs, and I think I don't remember. Uh, but they have at least two full-length albums. It's just a basically a comp or a compilation of all their singles and other songs that they wrote. Um, and speaking of said singles, there are 33 of them and then 36 remixes and then seven classified on Wikipedia as other. Uh, so not really sure what those others were. Um, it's not a song. It's, it's, it's just, just other. It's, it's, I think it was just weird remixes that they were just kind of on, like that don't count as their remixes of other songs they did. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, then years active, um, they've been together since 2012, and they are still going very strong. Uh, they started off um, with kind of a leeway into from Columbia, or not, sorry, not Columbia Records. Um, they hitched right on Sony, basically, and started, uh, one of their friends started a label to start helping them release some things. Um, so altogether, the labels that they are on and have released music are Disruptor, Columbia, and Sony. Um, and their latest album is uh, from 2017, which is Memories Do Not Open. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention their other albums. Uh, Sick Boy um, was in 2018. It's their um, newest album. So I was wrong just now. Um, that's not their uh, most recent album. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Um, or Sick Boy is about to come out. I don't remember. Uh, so their last album that was released um, was for sure Sick Boy. Um, I'm not sure why it was, you know, messed up on wikipedia but you know they need your help over there go donate if you have a chance um they need all the help they can get to update the chain smokers wiki page <laughs> for only three dollars one time three dollars one time can, you can also help wikipedia keep the chain smokers page updated and uh you know any news on the dodo i hear that might be getting cloned sometime soon who knows um their current number of spotify plays um from most to least uh is uh, closer um, for 1.48 billion plays on Spotify. Uh, just like this, 1 billion, this feeling, 178 million, hope, uh, 79 million, and then who do you love, uh, 47.8 million. Um, the YouTube plays. So that's the thing that baffled me kind of the most. Um, Close has uh, 2.2 million and something just like this, or sorry, billion, billion with a B, 2.2 billion with mm -hmm. a B, and something just like this has 1.5 billion. Now, when I wrote this down, I was just going through their page and like, okay, this is their music video. Yeah, these aren't their music videos. They're fucking lyric videos. Um, yeah, I remember that. They didn't really have music videos. They don't, Their music videos have significantly less plays than their actual lyric videos. The, <laughs> um, I was watching an interview with um, uh, the two dudes in the band, which I forgot to mention their names, and I'm terribly sorry about that. Um, their names 
are uh, Andrew Taggart, um, Drew Taggart, Alex Paul, and Matt McGuire, who plays drums. Um, Alex Paul, he's the person that books all of their, um, what do you call them, uh, collaborations, and um, makes all the beats with Taggart, um, who does some of the singing now. He didn't before, but then um, was kind of forced into it um, when he was singing, I believe it was Closer. Um, yeah, Closer was the first one they did. Uh, and where he sang. Yep, they did it on a bus. Uh, like they were, they laid it out, um, did the whole song in like thirty minutes, and then um, I don't know if Hazley was there singing at that point, but like they needed a male vocal on it, and the producer was like, "You just do it," and he said, "No, I don't want to do that," and then they pressured him, and now he uh, he sings kind of. I, I kind of like his voice though. He's, you know, he's a- got an average good voice there's nothing special about it it's to me it's like selena gomez like i think she has a really nice voice Mm -hmm. but it's not over the top special right exactly sometimes we need that yeah exactly you don't need like the most amazing christina aguilera celine dion singer out there um or you know maybe sam smith if you're gonna go with a male vocal those are just my personal opinions. It's really about the music. It's really about the music. I like that. Thanks, Garth. Um, <laughs> Garth Brooks, everybody. Um, then, yes, Don't Let Me Down. I think that's the actual music video. Again, um, it could easily have been the lyric video, and I'm not going to bring up their YouTube page. But Don't Let Me Down is $1.2 billion. Then Hashtag Selfie, the worst fucking song I have ever <laughs> heard in my first entire life. First, take a selfie. Oh, my God. I, I, I started first on that uh, video, and I wish I had warmed up to it um or maybe i'm glad i got out of the way but it's um 554 million and that's the one that got them famous and is allegedly made as a joke um yeah i remember first listening to it it was a couple years ago i guess when uh, it first came out someone's like hey here's a stupid youtube video uh, i'm like uh, okay i always love stupid youtube videos and they're like now first let me take a selfie yeah like if it was a comedy video that would have been fine for me i would i mean it it kind of is a joke i mean it is yeah sure they say um, <laughs> no, we take this song very seriously. No, I, I am taking their artists. This is their art. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, man, that song is just insufferable. But and it gave them a bad reputation, but it also got them super ass famous. Um, and I and never realized back attention. then it was them. No, I didn't know who the. I have never heard that song until uh, like a week and a half ago when I watched the video. I'd never once. I I had heard the Chainsmokers you know plenty of times in the radio mostly uh, uh something like this or something just like this and um yeah i i'm very glad i missed that song and i wish the world had missed that song but it brought us the chain smokers for better or for worse anyways paris um one song that is being made into a movie funny enough uh <laughs> by the guy yeah uh it has 337 million views on youtube the oh and i'm pretty sure that's the lyric video um and i have opinions on that lyric video uh but the guy who wrote um pitch perfect approached the chain smokers after listening that song with a script about pair about the song paris and then they reworked it and are now in the process of uh more or less um trying to pitch it to movies or movie companies and i think uh, as tristar that might have picked it up if uh memory serves correctly in my article memories do not open (laughs) memories do not exactly good good joke um 
I'm very good at jokes. <laughs> I know. Sam. I like that. I like that. But um, yeah, so that's their basically all of their stats. Um, so who are they really? Um, their influences um, is one of the things I have written here. They basically like everybody. They name drop other bands like as being, you know, just basically all the music from the thousands, uh, early thousands mm-hmm. and tens and stuff is what just influenced them to do this. Like they, but at the same time, their music from reading one of their articles isn't really influenced by anything more than what's popular because specifically one of the things they did was um, follow um, a blog aggregator that I am blanking on the name of uh, that shows what's the most popular thing on the internet right now. And they would go off of that and write beats and songs with either titles or themes to what is the most popular thing right now. And that would trend and basically used the aggregators of the internet to drive their popularity. Uh, so I really can't say that they were influenced by anything other than wanting to be famous, which they were basically overnight with uh, hashtag selfie. <laughs> like that's like straight up. They were a huge hit immediately after that. Like w- one of the articles I had read, uh, or no, it wasn't an article. It's the ABC video um, that you can find on our website, bandsweelovetohate.com, and go to research, and you will find all of the research for every episode that we um, have done and will be doing in the future. Um, but the ABC News video uh, basically starts off saying, like, how insufferable that song was and how these they're a bunch of frat bros that are terrible <laughs> stuff. And like, I am with them on this, but they were also trying to like say in that same interview that like, they're trying to shake that, you know, viewpoint of them. I don't know. Like that there, the billboard article that you'll see on our website as well. Didn't do them any favors. Uh, like it mentions that they're the good time bros that on their website, I don't I haven't verified if it's still there, includes the words 17.34 combined inches. <laughs> and Paul says, Oh yeah, that's our penises combined, tip to tip. I'm like, that's what you include on your website. I'm sorry if that's gross to anybody listening, but they're gross to me. They're they're kind of gross frat boy people, like and the, at the beginning of the article, they said, like, they walk in on them and they're, like, just taking pulls of tequila backstage, which they're more than in their rights to do. But, like, they say they didn't um, invented, uh, what is it called, mother birding, where you just spit booze into people's mouths or something. And are just, we're all about getting fucked up. And they, yeah, tons of mentions of them just chasing quote pussy everywhere and everything like that like your cliche frat bros and i i don't think we're all wrong at this like i can almost make a judgment now that we deserve to hate these people because they're Mm -hmm. the worst stereotype of frat bros that everyone hates if you're a frat bro uh, don't be an asshole there there's your advice do they 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 probably (laughs) like beer They, they like beer um but yeah, that that's them. Just the overall fucking bros. I don't know. I like they're just bro dudes. They look like bros. Um except, you know, Paul has a beard. Like I mean, <laughs> that if you want to like call him a hipster instead of a bro, fine, but it's, you know, everybody's got a beard now except Sam. 
I don't have a beard. I yeah. look good without a beard. Yeah, some people Beards do. are makeup for ugly people. Hey, man, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true it's not i just looked 15 <laughs> without it uh <laughs> but um yeah so um they didn't serve any significant time on mtv or fuse aside from yeah. their really bad mtv uh music video award performance with hazy yeah, well, did you well, watch that said that yeah was, I, it was I bad i didn't think i mean i wasn't good but i mean i didn't the, think it was as bad as everyone was saying it's my thing was the sound mixer should have been shot yeah, the that, mix was. It wasn't bad. their fault. It was. I. That's one thing. I'm like, oh, this is a bad performance. But I'm like, I can't blame this on Taggart. Uh, and Paul. It sounded like they're having some. <laughs> like, I was having some in ear. Well, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm very. I'm very patient when someone has a bad performance, like on a big platform, like Mariah Carey a couple years ago, when she was singing "All I Want for Christmas" and then just decided not to oh, know because her ears, because her ears yeah. went out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I wouldn't hit that note either. Would oh. you rather hear it not at all or really bad? I didn't hear that. I didn't know that. That's why she didn't sing that. I thought she just yeah, loved her, it. Oh, her in ears went out. Oh damn! I I have a whole new like. <laughs> I'm yeah, we all sorry, Mariah, Mariah Carey, for Carey. anything that I ever said about that performance. I'm also in no place to judge Mariah Carey. Yeah, it sounded ever. like yeah, they, they're having a hard time getting the key. I mean, Andrew was having a hard time getting the key in that performance, and I yeah, know, and he, he had never sang before live. Yeah, like and he had done it know, once or something like that. And I produce music, so I actually know how actual human beings sound, not mm-hmm. like how pop radio sounds where uh like everything's super pitch corrected yeah which is a whole debate in itself but i mean like i know how real vocalists sound and so and i thought halsey did good and mm-hmm. uh i mean i'm a big fan of halsey so she's different i have not uh, heard anything other than this song by her at the and i, wa- I watched her on um, snl that's it uh but i didn't watch her, the performances her her song without me is really good i will have to listen to that it's about um g easy so I don't know who that is. It's a breakup song. Oh, okay. Well, right on. Um, I will have to check Hazley out. Uh, and also, speaking of um, how human beings sound versus their digital recordings, if you don't believe Sam, I highly encourage you to go check out Paris Hilton's album, which more <laughs> than likely will be a Patreon episode of ours. Um, and yeah, not even auto tuning could save that. But I don't, don't want to listen to that. Dude. <laughs> I don't want to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's it's our niche, man. Uh, niche, niche. I don't know. Who cares? Um, so, um, are they still famous? Yes, absolutely. Um, but they are trying to move away from music a little bit with their uh, production company, Kick the Habit Productions, um, and they're um, going to be producing the Paris movie I mentioned earlier. No. Uh, oh. So. If that ever comes out, yes, I, I was right. It's TriStar. Um, that's going to be. I'm just, I'm just it. ready for the scene of her standing there with a frown and a cigarette, <laughs> posting pictures of herself on the, on internet. the internet. Exactly. Um, or it's just going to be the lyric video again, um, which I will get to. Not, the whole later. movie is just a lyric video. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so why do we hate them? Exactly like I said. Um, they're they're dude bros. They, their songs are kind of overplayed, but you can't hate them for that. Um, and if it hadn't been for hashtag selfie, I truly think that we would probably all have different opinions about them. Um, if it hadn't been for the Billboard article and hashtag selfie, I think they would not be as famous and they would probably be mediocre at best. Like nobody would want to listen to them. Oh, yeah. I think those two things, as shitty as they are, helped their fame uh, yeah. significantly. Um, so, 
Uh, now we're going to mu- music on. Uh, we're going to move on to uh, their musical ability. So, Sam, this is your area. Um, All right, I there think we go. I'm a I'm a definite yes uh, on this um, because whoever says that um, EDM music is easy and it's just pushing buttons, you're a fucking asshole and wrong. So, Sam. Yeah, I definitely think they're very talented guys too because I think. I do. I knew. Um, I watched their performance on SNL, mm. and well, I thought they were pretty good live. Yeah. I mean, at that performance, I think Paris had a new arrangement because they actually had a real drummer mm-hmm. on it, and I can't remember the other song they did, but I love the song yeah, Paris. So they did closer in Paris, as far as I can remember. No, they didn't do closer. They didn't. I thought they had Hazley on. Oh no, wait. That was when she was on SNL then. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, that might have been a while ago. Hmm. Weird. Okay. A lifetime ago. I'll have to do some more look-sees into Apparently, that. we don't know anything, so... Yeah. No. You only know everything when you know that you know nothing. I think that's Except the quote. we know their dick size, so... Yeah, we do, and it's gross. A- is it average, or is it... <laughs> it's, t- it's, it's average tip 17. Tip, so, yeah, I don't know if that's like... Oh, God. God. Uh, so, and some music... It's the reason we're here today. Um, yeah, I mean, they have some good songs. Uh, I remember on their first album, um, first album, Memories, I'll call that for short, yeah. that they did have a lot of, I mean, they it was a lot of the four, five, six mm-hmm. chords. The Nashville people will get this. Other Others of you will not get this. But that's the, the four chord, the five chord, and the six chord, very over and over again. And I actually saw in an interview... Real quick, dumb that down for everybody who doesn't know what that means. Okay, so in so those of you who are, if you're not a musician, then you don't need to know. But if you are also if you are a musician, and don't know the Nashville number system, Nashville number system is just kind of our way to get rid of keys, get rid of key or make key signatures easier. So let's go with the key of G. So the key of G, uh, the one chord is G. Four chord is C, five chord is D, six chord is E minor, uh, two chord is A minor, and then the three chord is B minor. So just kind of make it simple. Um, and so if you say, okay, here's the number charts, and then you get it in G, and you're like, oh, I don't want to play it in G. I want to play it in C. So C, uh, one is a C, C major, four is F major, five is G major, six is A minor, two is... Uh, D minor and three is E minor. So it's just an easy way to switch between between keys. So in almost all their songs, they use the four chord, the five chord, and the six chord on each scale. So you could just pick a mm-hmm. scale and go four, five, six. So let's just go with G. That's a guitar player chord key. And so if you do C, D, G, that's four, five, six, pretty much have a majority of that album memories down. Right. So Make it's it real easy GCDC songs to play like – any douchebag in college with his backwards hat can pick up a guitar and play their songs. Yes. And so a lot of their chords are like that. I listened to an interview with Andrew and he said, yeah, I was playing these chords and it was like different voicings of four five and six. And he said like he, something clicked with him in his mind with that sound, the sound he was getting with that. And so that's why he kept putting in so many songs. Cause mm-hmm. he liked that sound. And he didn't get it until he got wrote closer, I guess. That's mm-hmm. what they say. He says, and so like you listen to their newer stuff, it's like doesn't sound like that anymore. Yeah, that's be- they're growing up a little bit more that I've noticed. Um, 
mm-hmm. one of the songs I really liked was um, which they mentioned that they were trying to get away from the uh, danciness and trying to be like a make an actual song versus just some club hit was uh, uh, Roses with featuring oh, Roses yeah. uh, great <laughs> song like their their music like like I said if I didn't know anything about them I would like them a lot I think uh, and like, this it's here's a question for you do you consider them EDM they consider themselves EDM. Uh, I so, don't. I don't consider them EDM. So I consider them pop. They are EDM because, and in, in the traditional sense, and you know, other EDM artists or you know, people who hate the term EDM out there will likely disagree with me. But you know, hear me out. Um, they make music in a computer. That's generally by the general music listening populace is considered EDM. Anything that is a digital music or digitally fucked with and is dancey and played in clubs is like it's it's a generic term but it is what it is it's like calling something rock music okay well what do you mean by rock music because there's a lot of different things under that it's but because they are what they are and they do what they do i have to consider them edm and i'm willing to you know concede that they aren't but by all technical standards, I think they are because every other thing calls them that. And it's more just a preference, I think. What, what do you think? I don't know. I don't, I don't consider that. EDM has a flavor to it, which I don't think the Chainsmokers really fit. The fact that Andrew is now writing music, like writing mm-hmm. lyrics and performing and singing with it, especially with a duo or with someone else, mm-hmm. it's, it's getting to a point where it sounds more pop top 40. Right. Over EDM because I could be EDM know, pop music like just what or pop I mean, music could, with I, an EDM bass I guess you could consider it at that point EDM bass but I mean all I'm gonna I'm gonna Basis, spoil something for you bass, yeah I'm gonna spoil something for you Timmy hmm. all music is made on a computer these days well I know that but you need, you know what I mean but, <laughs> but with like, literal yeah, like digital elect- instruments like within Aaron, within reason and within Ableton well they're using Ableton. Uh, yeah, they're uh, Ableton users, which they're not using FL Studio, so I can respect them for that. <laughs> I don't think anybody's used Fruity Loops. No, I know a lot of people are using still. It. They, wait, yeah. they make Fruity Loops still? Yep. Uh, get what? on SoundCloud. Oh my god, uh, I didn't even know. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was done and done. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's still around. Thought most people grew up and started yeah, using Ableton. All the losing. rappers who say you already know who it is, and they have like ten followers. It's like they're definitely mm-hmm. the ones using. FL Studios still. <laughs> oh, it's like loose. we don't know who you are. You have ten followers. <laughs> oh, that hey man, you gotta hustle and do what you gotta do. Is, you gotta is, grind. is Fruity Loops cheap? Maybe no, like, it's like two hundred bucks. It's the same price as Logic. I was like, is, if that's why so many people are using it, then oh it's, wait, so why not just get lo- oh, okay? Well, if I'm you not gonna a, train. If it's well, it's PC <laughs> only. So if you have a PC, oh wait, but so wait, Fruity Loops is also- PC only. Yeah, I've heard something about it being uh, Logic okay. 2 or that Mac 2. It. But Ableton is Mac and PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and I think Ableton is probably one of the best ones out right now. Absolutely. Even though I'm a Logic user and I don't want to switch because I'm lazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, dude, Logic's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, dude, Ableton Live is the bee's knees. Their, so, yeah, their, their samples on there sound realer than most things i've ever heard yeah their stock stuff is so good out of this world anyways, anyways. We were at, so but yeah oh yeah we're talking about everyone uses computers to make music yeah but using the top 40 stuff it's all electronic yeah 
Um, so, like, do you consider Taylor Swift EDM? No. Okay, and I, I, I'll concede your point then, uh, because you, there definitely can't be EDM. Because I, I'm, does EDM have lyrics? I don't think they do, right? Or if they do, it's a repetitive. most of the time it's not. It's not necessary. How I determine it's EDM is I get really bored listening to it, and that's not mm. a diss. It's because you're only supposed to dance along to it. You're not supposed to actually right. like sit down and analyze it. Mm-hmm. It's the same with like film scores or video game scores. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't. You're not sitting down analyzing it it's supposed to be in the background it's supposed to help you focus on the storyline right. of what's going on or fall asleep if you're listening to the halo soundtrack but you know that's just pretty but uh, but yeah so I, in my opinion as an edm group they're not very good but as a pop group they're really good right okay all right yeah i like that yeah they're not a very good edm group at all what did um ah uh, man i wish i could find the quote and i'm really am kicking myself for not writing it down um, but Dead Mouse, um, and we'll go it's, on our break. It's right Dead Mouse Five. We're, I'm calling him that forever. It's fine, you can call him Dead Mouse Five. But Dead Mouse said on Twitter uh, <laughs> that the only thing—it was after hashtag selfie—the um, chain smokers and EDM have in common is maybe cancer. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, that's really harsh. Um, and that, I mean, mean as it was. Hashtag selfie is a really terrible song. So uh, they got all the hate in the world after that. Um, regardless of their musical ability, they started off as the bros of music, the tech bros of music that um, one article I read called them. So um, with that, uh, we will take a break and we will be right back after these words uh, from our sponsors. This episode of Bands We Love to Hate is sponsored by Honey. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo codes, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It is 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with microtransactions. One of my favorite things I hate. If we're talking about things we hate, Honey microtransactions is the thing i hate honey is something i love now i want to take a little test here what i like to do with every band that we're using that's sponsored by honey and taking it to the honey test so let's buy some merch from our band the chain smokers so i am going to their website right now and i'm getting ready to check out and let's see what honey does honey pops up and says hey we have some codes we want to try let's do it let me click it then you wait a little bit waiting 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 all right now it's done it looks like i just saved 30 percent off on the chain smoker store which is awesome that basically takes the price of shipping and a little bit more off so now i can get that stuff cheaper than i would have paid without honey now i've been using honey since before they sponsored this show and i will continue using it long long after as well honey is a great tool and it's a daily extension i use on my on my browser just the same as I use my ad blocker. So go ahead and download Honey. You got to use the link in the description of this episode and save yourself some money, save yourself some time, and support the show. Now, let's let the conversation get back to beginning.
And we are back. Um, so, we have talked about who they are as, uh, like, there's their stats, and we have gone over um, why we hate them and talked about um, their musical ability. Um, so now we're going to talk briefly, um, or in, ex- in excess, about their lyrics. So, are their lyrics technically good? Um, I say uh, they're good for pop, but they're not like poetic. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not calling it anything to write home about. I do believe Taylor Swift writes better lyrics, but she's, oh, absolutely, oh she's my a God. she's a queen. Yeah, but um, it's, like it's, I'll say, I think uh, it's a solid love... "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time" with the majority of their songs. Honestly, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Closer came out a good time for me because they said the lyrics like. Uh, now you're looking pretty in a hotel bar, which was like when I first moved to Nashville, I was like, I was drinking at a hotel bar. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this song is like the right moment for me. And then um, what, another lick, moved to the city in a broke down car. on mm-hmm. my like car windshield, like right windshield, um, side mirror, like felt like someone hit it and like took it off and didn't return the mirror. Right. And so it was like, and it's like felt like a little broke down. So that like, that song kind of means a little bit to me. Because of the time it came out, I think if it came out this year, I wouldn't appreciate it as much. Right, right. Yeah, but, they're relatable, is what you're saying. I, like, they're, I, I, they're yeah, music- they're relatable. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, and this isn't gonna be any judgment from anyone. We're all gonna be cool about this when I say this. I, it's white people music. Oh, it's it's, for it's sure 100% is. white people music, but I am also white, <laughs> and. I relate to a lot of their songs. And I mean, we can't expect two white guys from the East Coast to be Kendrick Lamar. We we can't. Right. We can't no. expect that. Like Paris makes a lot of sense to me when you're you're in love with someone and you realize you don't love them, it's gonna just fall apart really badly. It's like right. that's things I go through. And I and this next part I don't mean any offense to anybody out there myself. Yeah. Do you think that this is um the lyrics are for the lowest common denominator. That's such a mean thing to say. And I truly apologize if I offended anybody with that, but like they're not made for people that are music lovers that like, or musicians for that matter, or songwriters or people that are truly poetic in their soul and things they are just for listening to in the car and dancing in the club. Oh, I'll say this. They're they're a single band. They're not an album they, band. Exactly. They're a That's single band. An easier, so, less mean way of saying what I was saying. <laughs> and so, like, when you're an, I'm an, for me and my music, because I'm pretentious, I'm an album artist. I write albums. Mm-hmm. It's just what I do. Same. I was wanting to do the whole single and EP thing, and I realized I can't do that. I have to write an album. And so even so much advice says, don't do this. Don't do this. This is such a bad idea. I'm an album guy. I, I like albums. The, these guys are not album guys. They're single guys. Mm-hmm. And so much so that their albums are only made up of their singles, more or less. Yeah, I mean like, that's. I mean that's kind of the point. If they're going to release an album, it's mm-hmm. going to be singles. And then you know what happened age, with Bruno Mars too? It was all just his singles, and then they just like I randomly saw an album at Target one day. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought this guy. Are talking about the bunch of singles? Doops and Hooligans. Yes. Yeah, that one. That first album. Uh-huh. He was he was a co-writer for everyone, and then started his own thing. He's. Mm-hmm. He has a long history. I mean, he's been around yeah. since like two years. Oh, he's been around so. for forever. Been... But it's just like that, that he didn't. But you're right. Like he was a single maker. He was a songwriter. Like that's how these guys always came off to me as initially. Is like they're just two producer dudes 
that are making hits with different female artists out there and propping them up, you know, like and, Hazley and, and uh, uh, oh man, who does Don't Let Me Down? Um, I'm blanking on her, Daya. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, and there's there's single artists, and I don't think there's anything wrong with being a single artist. Mm-mm. I can't do it with my music, but I'm also in charge of my own music, so I don't have to do mm-hmm. what other people tell me to do. Right. And I can now say swear words in my music. <laughs> yeah, because your mom and dad can't ground you anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can talk about my dick in I'm podcasts. I'm proud to <laughs> use Goddamn in a song one day. Is it when it fit? I don't like swearing in songs. I take the Linkin Park route uh, I, of like it i feel like it can cheapen lyrics sometimes but at the same time sometimes you gotta say fuck that <laughs> I, I my rule is with my own music i write it's if it's the best word for the song then use it yes amen i mean to that that's that's my theory with the song i mean i'm not trying to i mean no, that should be I, fin- I mean theory. i finished writing my album for those of you who care um and i think i if you consider hell a swear word no well, okay then. Ta- okay, I mean uh, traditionally, I guess yes. Um, but if we're gonna consider hell a swear word, I swear three times on my album. Okay. <laughs> and this was an album I was very like, uh, I'm gonna say swear words if I want to. <laughs> right. And I don't give a shit about what anyone says. <laughs> give a shit about what anyone says. So funny. and I mean it's and then, like I think you've listened to the song too, and you're like, oh yeah, this. Yeah. Not really a oh, yeah. big deal. And so I've listened I mean, to his demos, by the way, folks, and you should be happy he's releasing this album because the songs that he has sent me are very good. I must say something. You're myself. gonna cry. That's my goal. I am an easy target to cry. I I what did I just watch and cry at? Um oh the Toy Story trailer. Oh god, Toy Story Four is gonna be so fucking sad. Oh, I should probably announce now. Yeah, I'm releasing a new single in April. So Oh yeah, there you go. Um, April nineteenth is right, the date. For Toy Story. You got it in the movie Toy Story, right? Yeah, it's gonna be okay. in Toy Story. It's gonna be in it's not. It's God, not. I wish it was Sorry, in Toy Story. Pixar, That'd be fucking awesome. Us. Um that would be amazing though. So speaking of writing uh our songs, um, they at least write their songs, um, kind of. Taggart co-writes yeah, well, it's co-writers. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, you know, that's what you do, um, especially if you're making pop music. Everyone like, does that. It's... No, rock bands and that's pretty. And most hip hop artists write their own music, but even then, hip hop artists collab with just fucking everybody all the time. Like, so it's the just, it's the rule is if you are in the room or not. Yeah. And you get a lot of like, and just from yeah. me and my experience co-writing and. I, I produce and write lyrics, so a lot of times I don't have a lot to say lyrically. Mm-hmm. And then the person in the typically, if, when someone comes to me for co-writing, the idea is they want me for like my musical abilities of like being able to play music, mm-hmm. not as that as much and not as much as my lyric writing abilities. So that's why a lot of times I'm in the room mm-hmm. just to write music. Right. <laughs> So I don't think they stole any of their songs either. I could not yeah, find. Yeah, they didn't do a Kanye. They did, yeah, they didn't rip anything off. Uh, wait, who, what did Kanye steal? Oh, wait, well, no, yeah. Kanye samples things and. Kanye didn't credit Daft Punk on um, bigger, faster, harder, stronger, whatever it is. Um, I think we all knew. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I'm never we letting that anyways. go. I like Daft Punk a lot, um, and mm-hmm. that's not cool. But they didn't pull a Robin Thicke either, um, where they accidentally, quote unquote, um, stole a song from Marvin Gaye. Because uh, they straight up did. Um, well, not the Chainsmokers. Robin Thicke and Pharrell did. But 
So yeah, they that's, didn't, a, that's uh, a whole thing. Yeah, they haven't covered anything, right? I searched the internet and could not find any. I found people covering their songs. Yeah, um, I don't but, think that I don't think they cover anything. Okay, that, and that, how point, can you really with? Uh, yeah, it, and at a point, it's like. What can they cover that people are actually going to care about? Well, I mean, if you want to count the remixes as covers, I guess mm. 36. Of well, remixes are kind of like, hey, let's give this to a producer and have them do their thing yeah, with it. Yeah, it's like, here's our and take on the song. Do I some streams. remixes. I was like, why would you fuck with somebody's song like that? Uh, that was when I was really young and dumb. I'm like, there, there's I'm like, one remix. It's of Bruno Mars' Treasure. I have no clue who the producer is, but it's like when a DJ... It's mm-hmm. like it's my go-to. Sometimes remixes can be good. A lot of times they're yeah. like really bad. Like boots, boots, boots and cats. Baby, hold me closer in the backseat of your rover. Boots and cats and boots and cats. It's like it's like that. It's like and it's so bad. And so I like if it's that's why I'm I'm pretty turned away from remixes. Yeah. But like this Bruno Mars one I use, I start all dances with Trej. It it does it justice. That's good. Um, so moving on from they didn't steal or cover and love their remixes, um, their songs, what are they about? Uh, partying girls and never dying because you're young and young people don't die ever. That's what I have. Mm, that's, down. that's straight from Logan Paul's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy, he's the worst human being on the internet. Um, he is the... He might be the embodiment of what I think the chain smokers are and vice versa. But they're not as terrible people as Logan Paul is. Uh, yeah, they're not they're not that bad. And, and a lot of times when I look at the chain smokers and like I see anything that they talk about, they're kind of very self-aware of their mm-hmm. criticism. They very and, much are, yeah. And especially they're just now. like Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. And when it's someone like that, it's like, all right, that's what I do. So they're I not really... dumb either, which kind of like throws me because you know just at least reading that i mean if you only go off the billboard article like then they're the worst people in the world what year did that billboard article come out uh billboard article came out in scroll up it came out uh, september 15th 2016 yeah it was okay yeah it was a while ago right when closer came um, out Exactly. It's called the Chainsmokers on ruling uh, the Billboard Hot 100 and owning the quote frat boy label. There's nothing wrong think- with having songs about partying girls and I mean ne- the never dying. Here's the joke, a loose joke that I made about never dying because you're young and you don't die. One of the things that bugs me about them is because to me, as like I'm gonna be an old fogey kind of here even though i'm only 31 uh they have this air about them and their fans do too their friend their fans are all like millennial and zillennial uh, which are like born in 2000s zillennial if you didn't know that fun fact which uh, i thought it was post-millennial but go uh, on it's there's two different names i i like zillennial because post-millennial makes me think of post malone and i don't like him uh, actually, like no, I do like Post Malone. I just think he looks like a complete hot mess. His music oh, yeah, is he, great. He, he, it, it, he's he's very, one of those people. If like, if I didn't see his face, I'd love him more. But he dresses it, very ugly. <laughs> he multiple friends of mine uh, knew him in high school, 
because he's from Grapevine. Oh, yeah, I forgot he's from Texas. And at least two of my friends have bought pot off of him, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that or they lied about it, but I'm pretty sure. I, I want to talk to your friends. Them, or they bought pot off his brother or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, don't I, quote me. Well, you, you can quote the thing I said, but don't take it as fact. <laughs> but, and I guess Post Malone kind of fits in like the bro. For sure. Well, like, and I like more Post Malone. The, the, I don't know if he's bro. So well, the bros face like him. Bros like him because they could never be him. They don't have the guts enough to get a fucking tattoo under their eye. Like, or <laughs> everywhere tired. else on his face. My God. But he's good. I like this. I liked, I probably, I'm not going to judge I, him just he dresses, his appearance. He dresses like, bad, but it's kind of like it's him. So yeah. just I just hope he doesn't. He's not a douchebag. He doesn't come off as one. Oh, he's a, such a, from what I've heard, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, like he everything, everybody I knew that knew him, seemed to like him uh like i wish i didn't just know that you guy. actually knew people who knew post malone i know it's dude grapevine's a small town man shout out to the gbc grapevine <laughs> collie bill uh but yeah i don't like so oh yeah what i was getting i lost my uh train of thought there because of post malone um <laughs> but no so they they've got the um the millennial crowd and the super young people crowd and that can that have the mentality of we're going to be young forever and there is the song in which has nothing to do um with it um the song in closer that um we ain't never growing older the whole song is just about you know he taggart said it's about an ex that um he hooked up with and realized he hated and about moving on from that and that like you grow up and grow like move out like regard like the whole and i hate that i relate to that (laughs) well you sam you are 25 26 yeah right I'm 25 yeah. We, we, i think we go over this every episode and i'm a bad friend and don't remember your age um no it's all good <laughs> I, I i act older than i am yeah you do and actually. i've dated women older than you too so it's That's kind of even awesome man good for you uh, good for me <laughs> hey man uh you know the heart wants what it wants anyways um <laughs> so they are they uh, my fear is that people and I know it's not even fear. It's just, I know that they, people would cling to that line, not realizing what the line in the song, like in context, like they'll cling to the line out of context that uh-huh. the, the, the mentality of we're never going to die because we're young and free and blah, 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 blah. And we were big sun hats. Uh, but that's the same kind of downfall as um, Brad Paisley has a song called alcohol. And at least as of when he wrote that song um, and this story I'm telling secondhand from a friend um, who's a big Brad Paisley fan. Uh, so if it's any of it's wrong, Thank tell you, us Texas. in the comments on iTunes or on our Facebook um, at bands. We love to hate or on our Instagram at bands. We love to hate. Uh, but he has a song alcohol that um, in it, he says uh, he just, he does the line alcohol and everybody cheers like in the crowd, like, um, but he's never had a drink in his life. It's about how alcohol fucks you up and isn't good for you and stuff like so people cling to just a a thing that they hear in the song and don't ever put it in context. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever like any of their fans that listen to them all the time have actually ever like you have because you're a songwriter and you keep saying you relate to all their lyrics because you're a 20 something and these things you can relate Mm -hmm. to. But there's also the other half of their fan base that isn't going to relate to them they're just listening to a thing and hearing the last line in that verse saying that they're never getting older and that they're going to be partying and doing molly 
until you know the day they die at 26 like or something like that no they're which is which they're not going to die they're just going to be kind of dead inside they're gonna fail older now and they found out that they do grow older that's what i like my only my my, that's my only issue with the chain smokers but my biggest absolute chains chain smokers issue which i guess is more with their fans and it's not their fault their fans are taking that lyric out of context and i'm only assuming that they are but that does happen with many different bands and artists and that's my not not necessarily soapbox, but just listen to the lyrics, people, because their songs aren't yeah, terrible. I, but make sure I you're guess, listening to things in context, and you are going to die someday and get old. Well, I guess I'm in like their <laughs> age range, so I yeah. thought like we ain't ever getting older. I always thought that as, hey, we're making the same mistakes we did when we were younger. They, and I guess, could. I mean, because I'm in their age range, so that makes sure, sense. But, but you also interpreted their lyrics, even if that is the way that the lyrics supposed to be interpreted, you interpreted it. You didn't just yeah. hear the words, we're not never getting older and thinking, I'm just going to dance until I die, like, kind of a thing. Well, I mean, the song's about sleeping with someone. Right. And realizing you don't like them. Exactly. Like, I mean, Again, I mean <laughs> you analyze if you're that. If you're a 20-something that's dating, some, like, dating, mm-hmm. that's super relatable. <laughs> you realize... You don't like people all the time. But or in my case, you realize other people it. don't like me all the time. Right. And so it's, I don't know. I guess that's where I thought. I never thought about it that way of the idea of, uh, oh, we're going to live forever and be young. I'm like, I guess. That's good. You are a good person. I guess I'm, I guess I'm in the right. I'm, I'm the smartest of the chain smoker audience. The smartest of the chain smoker audience. <laughs> all right. Um, and the last bit. You've caught yourself singing their songs all the time. I have had Closer and that Coldplay song stuck in my head for um, more than just the research for this podcast episode. Uh, So, all right, moving on to their music videos, which I have so many opinions about. So they're a mixture of music videos and lyric videos, and the majority of their most played videos, as I said earlier, um, are in the billions and only lyric videos, um, which I, okay, as we've covered already, you're a millennial chap. Why the lyric videos? Is that a a thing that I missed the boat on or something and I'm not understanding that people find more popular because they're actual videos that are mostly what seems to be Hollister and Abercrombie stock footage uh, all right tim i'm gonna i'm gonna break your heart for one moment all right i think the oldest age a millennial can be currently is 38 years old so you're with me i'm with you fine but the <laughs> i'm talking about in the 20 somethings then whatever uh, well i guess in the music industry um in sense um the reason why lyric videos are so popular now yeah. um it's because they're cheap to make <laughs> But they're the for Paris, for example, they're they filmed all of that footage. It wasn't stock footage. They went to Paris and filmed all this stuff well, for a lyric video. Well, like think they, about. I thought it was about, just stock footage at the beginning until at the end, the douchebag director comes out while the couple's making out, and it's like, okay, cut. <laughs> uh, like, what? I guess cut doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, they just won't stop making out. <laughs> like, uh, go fuck yourself. I mean, but, I. It's, it's they still shot cheaper. It. it, I mean, it, it, well, I know versus it, it CGI sounds expensive. It's still cheaper. You mean it, it, that video had to cost more to make than Closer? Closer was just the two of them in a bedroom and then in a bar. Yeah, and I then, mean, and at the same time, and I say it's cheaper, it really is. If you 
I mean, music videos don't make that much money back. That's like true. the idea of a music video. I mean, since MTV's not a thing anymore, oh, does it. Fuse still play music videos? Fuse? Or just uh, oh, every I time no I die? Uh, they may just only play every time I die. <laughs> just, and that's all it is. And was it? And and Steve <laughs> from Smash Mouth giving an interview. Got a shout yeah, out to my exactly. boy Steve. Steven Smash Mouth, we love you. Come on the show. Uh, don't know. Don't know his last name. I just call him Steve from I, Smash Mouth. I forgot it already. But it's so it's just cheaper then. Is that? All? But like so. They, yeah, I mean that's the main. I mean even that then makes it's sense. like because they can cheaper? get a shit ton of people watching it and knowing their lyrics or um, at least watching fun lyrics written in fun fonts on a video and just hearing the song. Like I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like music videos nowadays were going more towards like a people were what like a movie in a sense, or like they actually had mm-hmm. more meanings. Like, I don't know with maybe that's just in hip hop or if it's, uh, I don't watch too many rock and roll music videos. Actually. I don't think I've actually seen any music videos from any rock artist from recent years, except for smash mouth, <laughs> like f- the foo fighters or something like that. I don't know. Like they're probably, you either do a basic music video or a movie to me. But then yeah, lyric I mean, videos were just shitty things that, you know, some asshole put up on the internet with the song and then the lyrics put over a green backdrop or something. Yeah, with like uh, that. Windows you know I mean? Movie yeah, Maker. Yeah, with Windows Movie Maker. Like, so did, I guess this I could mean, have been one of those things where there's high quality lyric yeah. videos. Right. Like, right. these look better than, like, that shit. Well, it's um, f- the something just like this, which ha- I don't remember how many it had. Um, I, I'll scroll back up and look in a second. But, uh, it broke the YouTube record for most views in a day. Jeez. The lyric video. And there's no music video for that. It's um, it, it's kind of cool. Uh, it, it's like a... It's a weird pencil... and a colored pencil animation kind of a thing. Uh, yeah. With a kid and going into space or something. Um, I mean, you have to imagine getting Chris Martin... Yeah. ...to, like, film a music video. Because you'd want him singing in it, obviously. Right, right, right. And there are also two DJs, Mm -hmm. or and then Andrew sings. Yeah, it's like what? What really can you do? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like there's like okay, they're standing there, you know, moving and then pushing buttons or something like that, and then Chris is singing with his band somewhere else. Yeah, okay, there's not much you can do. Yeah, I mean, and then I mean, we think about like some forty one, like we did last month. It's like, do you smoke? No. Well, you do now. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, you can't add any. I mean, well, th- I don't know. There's nothing really funny about their songs, except for I guess hashtag selfie. But yeah, that's uh, only that song's so separated from the rest of their catalog. It's, it's nothing like at the this rest point. Of it. Yeah, no, it's it's it. I when I started my research, I hated them so much. Still don't like them that much, but like that was again the first thing I saw. I'm like, oh my god, this like I I literally I have written here. Uh, 12 seconds in Jesus Christ 40 seconds in fucking kill me <laughs> so <laughs> cult- and then bands- a minute in so culturally accurate <laughs> because it is it's a like it's just a cliche EDM beat like it straight up is and it's repetitive and just like every terrible EDM song out there and it shows just the archetype of call it zillennial culture than mm-hmm. of just uber vanity or something like that like but on top of it being just a dumb dumb joke like that part was me reading too much into it <laughs> i mean it's line, but yeah it's not it's not good 
But, but like every again. time we research a band, they become part of our hearts. They do. I some, for I some like reason. Set, I like some forty one and Smash Mouth more than I did. Uh, yeah, I don't know it's if like, I'm gonna like the hey, next they suck, bands. but there are kids and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like those little bastards, Phil. There, there are children, and I know they're terrible, <laughs> but we love them. Exactly. Um, so one of the videos, uh, so music videos, like, I'm going to get to mention one as their lyric video for Paris, and I just have to rant briefly. It was awful. It is nothing more than, again, Abercrombie footage, and the director was obsessed with filming the girl in the video's ass the entire time, every other shot. It's like, when in doubt add in an ass shot yeah i wonder why because they're gross and like (laughs) that's that's my only and the director was at least gross but you mean a director in hollywood is gross gross? i know are you i was shocked to find out that one director in hollywood was disgusting uh so um their newest performance um who do you love with uh is it five seconds to summer of yep summer? five seconds to summer. summer um five sos that song was not bad i loved it i like there i don't know why uh it caught me uh but it's a good fucking song it's super catchy the beat's catchy the their performance on Jimmy Fallon, uh, uh, which is their most recent uh, performance, at least as of my notes uh, that they put up, um, it was good. They were good. The like you can only do so much with DJs and that many people on stage because it was literally two different bands. Like Five Seconds to Summer has what four or five people in it, and Chainsmokers yeah, has four, four people in it. Four like, piece, a foursome. Uh, I thought Five Seconds to Summer was a boy band um, for the they longest are. time. Oh, they they are. Are they <laughs> like? Are they like One Direction where they started like trying to be cooler? It's later it's on? One Direction, but they all play their own instruments. Oh, okay. So it's like a hand and try thing. to be punk a little bit. <laughs> Ugh. Well, we may have to cover them, Sam. Uh, but they have some not. good songs. That's the problem. <laughs> um. The. Closer, oh yeah, so okay, so Closer, the lyric video, 2.2 billion views. Again, with these lyric videos, I just don't, I I don't, I know it's cheaper, but my God, 2.2 billion views, like why even make a music video anymore? Like why even bother at this point? People actually listen to music on like YouTube, like they'll just sit there. Right. And, 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 I and, and, that. and that's also another plus of a lyric video uh-huh. because, you know, some music videos have little stops and stops. Mm, and yeah. Yeah. That, there will be like, uh, like a, a scene will be happening or something like that. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the main reason. I guess. Yeah. If you're going video. to definitely have your music out there, wanted everywhere. Yeah. I mean, they, I'll give it to these guys for sure. They're, business savvy what music business savvy wise yeah they're geniuses they have taken it like with that whole blog aggregation thing they've knocked the ball out of the park um but yeah they're all their it's mostly yeah just their lyric videos their live performances were mediocre like it's just them jumping off of their equipment big lights fist pumps and like every article I read mentions the fact that their performances are nothing but them drinking and jumping off of things. Like, I mean, that's kind of my. That, but again, what can you do? Like, like yeah, as DJs, they, like there's nothing like you can't swing your guitar or a microphone or 
play drum. I mean, they have a drummer, but uh, mm-hmm. like I tried watching. Uh, they had an Apple performance um, at an Apple. Uh, what do you call it? It's on our website, um, bandsloveedhate.com. Uh, it's their performance at uh, South by Southwest. It was the Apple Music uh, performance, and then there was one at Brits with Coldplay. They're both decent but they're like again nothing like i don't know what i'm expecting to get out of live performances honestly with any given band but it's more i feel like you have to be there more to appreciate a live performance than seeing it on videos you know what i mean yeah so i don't know like but for instance they're chain the the chain smokers on the video music awards like we were talking about was garbage like it was not it was a weird performance at that because it was Taggart's first time really playing or singing live. And he also kind of molested Hazley or something like that. Like, I, I think it was Halsey. It was like, uh, I've been letting you say that. I've just, oh, have I been saying it completely wrong? Uh, always correct me. I don't know. My apologies, Halsey. Okay. Her name is Ashley. Thank you. But anyways, um, yeah, that's even more playing though. Just kind of like, you know, I've done vocal performance stuff I have with women. Mm-hmm. I know that they probably planned it. Right. Okay. Well, it was weird to say the least. And that would uh, no, that would definitely if it was something like he just did that out of nowhere. Yeah. We we definitely see some articles about like, it. Like, uh, they have been dropped from their record label and everything else. Um the unfortunately the only thing I couldn't find for our research in a live performance and it has since been removed from our website. Um, was their performance at Hard Rock Cafe because it doesn't <laughs> exist. The performance I found was a cover um, of Closer by some random band at a Hard Rock Cafe in Bali. I may actually go leave that there just for the hell of it for you guys. And yeah, we need to, to give that band a shout out because that video, I think, only had 570 views or something. Yeah, if, it, if it's... Let's give that band some loving. It's <laughs> poor guys. All right, the Hard Rock on. Cafe is a staple of this it show. Is. I know, and I really wish the Chainsmokers would have played there, but alas, they did not. So uh, let's so move on to the last if section. You, oh, I, go ahead. If you are working with Hard Rock Cafe or you are Hard Rock Nick, which apparently says you are, which, Tim, I don't know if I've showed you Hard Rock Nick, but get ready to cringe. Uh, uh, you need to book the Chainsmokers on your right stage now. so we can officially Hard. crown them into the kings of the bands we love to hate club right on well i my apologies if hard rock nick is super gross and you are now looking that up so let's move <laughs> on to who their 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 cultural you know additives to society and culture whatever the hell that means <laughs> Did they create a subculture? Uh, dude bro culture, I guess. Like, but I anything. feel like Florida Georgia Line kind of. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. They didn't create a subculture, at least, but they definitely added to the dude bro culture. They took away DJing from black culture and added it into the dude bro culture, which is not great and makes them worse fratty boys because of it, I think, personally. Hmm. Um, but did they do something new? No, <laughs> not at all. They have not yeah. done a thing new. They've new, used new beats, but that's about it. Uh, and so who they are as people 
are they assholes? What do you what do you think? You know my answer. They have a vibe, but I think they're too self aware to At be assholes. At this point, they are. Yeah, I think. So I mean, I don't know the guy. It's it's hard to, and even the last couple episodes, it's hard to actually like publicly like they seem like frat boys but i don't know the guys personally so right and i don't know i feel like i can get along with andrew i know a guy who looks like andrew so then you definitely could get along with him then yeah i mean i get along with him i like like we said we don't know these like or like you said we don't know these people so i can't i have no idea um if they're assholes but you know just judging on the persona that they put out there and the interviews they've given you know you brag about your dick size and how much you drink and being as cocky as they are. They're extremely cocky. Like we don't have very many articles listed on our website and there's the only slightly redeeming thing that I was able to find is the ABC video interview. Like everything else, uh, they just come off like they come off in those interviews as assholes. But like what they, one of the things they did say was, you know, it's hard to, you know, people are going to take that at face value. Like they're going to take some of the jokes in the billboard article, for instance, didn't translate well. So they say like on paper, but you know, at the same time you, you say those things, what else do you think? You know, this is going down an article. I don't know. Like, yeah, you routinely act this way in real life. You, you know, talk about all the stuff that we've mentioned. So I, I don't know. I, I, I would say that, they come off as assholes, are they? I don't know. I'm sure they're nice, but lots of people are nice. Doesn't mean you're not an asshole. I don't know. Um, so, and we're from the south. And we're from the south. We know fake nice and we know real nice. So trust us. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, they're kind of assholes. Is where we've landed on there. So um, now for the final final breakdown. Sam, are they hate worthy? I would say no, they're not hate worthy. I I do think that as a good whole songs. holistically though, like with their music and them as their personas in real life. Still that's what we go no, with. it's yeah. still a no. I, I I just don't see a problem with them and like if you actually did a little bit of research on them, I think you would realize they're not hate worthy. Mm-hmm. There are babies, Tim, and there are babies. we don't hate our babies. Some people do, and I'm kind of one of them <laughs> right okay. now. I don't hate their music, and I don't hate them. I don't hate anybody for that matter. But the way they present themselves, at least for right now, it's the Justin Bieber scenario. You have catchy music but you are publicly such a prick that nobody can stand you and you're always going to get shit on until you do something so out of this world good for either the community the world at large or music in general or something the people are going to keep thinking that way i can't shake that with the the information i have available to me and all the research that i have done and that you have done like i I can't shake that they're, they kind of deserved for people to dog them at least like uh, for being complete frat boy, frat boys, they, they, which again, traditionally people peg as a negative, gross, douchey thing. So, um, 
I'm a yeah, I'm a yes on them as people. You can hate don't don't hate them, just don't like them. Uh, but that is kind of the name of the show, so hate them away. But their music, no, I think it's good. I, I think it's overly catchy and will probably fade out eventually. But uh, they're good for right now. So Sam, on a scale of one to ten, one being unlistenable, five being meh, they're okay, and ten, they're better than you think. And beyond that, if you have a number beyond that, uh, what do you what do you land on? I'm giving them an eight. I've thought about eight. this for a while, and I realized that eight is the best score. Now there's those two points that say they're not musical geniuses, they're not Christina Aguilera, they're not. Timmy Two Step, they're not Afro Levine, <laughs> but they deserve that eight out of ten. And I think because their songs are so catchy, they write some good songs. They have a lot of good hooks. And at the end of the day, what Fish say, it's all about the hooks. <laughs> I don't think Fish say that because unless they're like down to get caught, unless that's the well, Fish don't actually talk at all. Oh, and, <laughs> wait, for real? Yeah, I'm sorry to. Oh, I, that's man. probably a shock to you, but. Damn it! All right, well, I gotta rethink my whole religion. Um, well, for me, uh, I am. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'll give them a six point five because I can't shake their personas. That's but like if we're considering all of it as a whole. But as far as if I was j- to just rate them on their music, I would give them an eight as well. If I knew nothing about them, it's an eight. But because I know who they are, yeah, it's a six point five for me. Like it's you're ju- until they better their, like the way that the world views them, or like just who they are, and try and be a little less aligning themselves with the frat boy community. Uh, I I cannot raise that score, but keep going with their music because you know. It's good, and it makes people happy and dance. One of the th- articles I read was uh, mentioned, it was at the very end, um, I think it's the Enemy article, uh, where Taggart was saying that one of, uh, there, there's a boy who had some um, something medically wrong with him where his he just wasn't going to be healthy the rest of his life, and his brain wasn't f- functioning properly, and he just wasn't there uh, in a sense. Uh, and they played closer and it, uh, he started, it woke him up. It brought him out of whatever thing he was in. And he started like dancing in his wheelchair. And he's like, my music did that for somebody. And the end of the article basically then reads like, um, we don't know if their music did that, but we believe that the chain smokers believe <laughs> their music has that power. I'm like, <laughs> Or something along those lines. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much that, like that enemy article, uh, it's an enemy, um, sums mm-hmm. them up pretty, yeah, pretty perfectly. Like that, if that sums them up now, like the two, there's two great contrasts to this band, um, which is what, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'll give them a solid seven. Um, oh. because, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll end of the Tim show. Tim talks himself up. Yeah just because this article does bring it a background just a little bit for them. Uh, like the billboard article makes them seem like terrible human beings. Um, that the, like every frat boy wearing Sperry's out there. My apologies. If you are wearing <laughs> Sperry's right now, uh, they're comfortable shoes. 
They are uncomfortable. I, I lied. They're not comfortable at all. Um, <laughs> I was trying to make you all feel better. But, um, yeah, but then the uh, the Emmy article, or enemy article, it uh, it redeems them to a point. It, it humanizes them a little bit more. But, yeah, I, I really don't know where I could, if I could end up liking them someday, like, a lot but maybe they'll change my mind with their future endeavors into, you know, film and other things that they say they're trying to do with whatever their uh, stuff is. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's all I have to say on them. Any final thoughts, Sam? Um, the only final thoughts I have to think are, you know, I drink a little too much, and that's an issue. But that's okay. <laughs> that's a chain smokers lyric, right? Of course it is. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I am so burnt out right now from the like from listening to. I listen to their best. Their this is uh, the Chainsmokers on Spotify. Like yes, multiple that's what days I to. every Thank day. God uh, for Spotify doing oh that for all of us. Yeah, it's it's great, but like my God, I just can't listen to. It. I'm so glad we're done with this. Um, I have one note that I wrote that I'll end on that I wish I saw the video for Sick Boy, which has Amanda Siegfried or Siegfried, however you say her name in it, um, was hoping for an MXPX cover. And if you know MXPX and you know that song, um, you win a T-shirt eventually um, if you so add us. I'm so getting a T-shirt, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I was sorely disappointed, and uh, I would have rather kept watching the Backstreet Boys and Chance the Rapper Doritos commercial before it, um, before that video. Um, also, I'll don't let me to... down. It was also weird, and I'm um, thought those women in that video were going to rob them, and they didn't. Uh, in the well, car, good for them. Yeah, proves that women are better than men. They should have robbed them, though. All right, well, we're done. Uh, oh uh, no, we're not. We got to say the next band for next month. Sam, would you do the honors? Fake drum roll. <laughs> we are talking about the band Sublime. Now, I've always thought of Sublime as kind of a boring band, but I'm more interested in to see their deep cuts. Yeah. Are, oh, you're, you're ready for the deep cuts of Sublime? Uh, no, I'm not, actually. I'm really yeah. scared. Well, they're America's favorite quasi-stoner band full of white guys, and I'll just answer one of the questions outright. Did they appropriate music? Yes, they did. <laughs> because, you know, I don't think reggae was invented by... South California douchebags. <laughs> so I assume they're. Well, from everything South comes from South California, Tim. Don't the you know that everyone does. in LA is better than everyone in Nashville? You get your head out of your well, ass. Well, everybody in LA thinks they're better than everyone all the time, and that is a slight against LA. So take. Do it. we like LA? I like LA. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but you know, they think they're better than everybody. Okay, well, tune in next month uh, on April thirtieth. Thirty days after September, April, June, and November. All the rest of thirty-one. Ten days February. after um, April twentieth. It's ten days after Sublime's favorite holiday, four twenty. Um, and maybe we'll uh, have a preview for the show before then if we get it done on time. So. Um, I want to thank all of you for listening to the show today. Thank you, Sam, for being my co-host and uh, it's no problem. providing your expertise. You can find the show yeah. on Facebook and Instagram at Bands We Love to Hate, on Twitter at BWLTH. 
Um, you can find Shui Media, the podcast network um, that runs this here show, at Shui Media on Twitter and on ShuiMedia.com and uh, on Facebook as well. Just Shui is S-H-W-A-Y. Um, that is from Batman Beyond, um, except I spelled it correctly. They did not. Uh, so um, you can find Sam on Instagram at Sam Schwegler, me on Instagram at Timmy Two Step, on Twitter at both of those handles as well. Mine is eyes instead of twos. And I think that's all the social media stuff. Um, feel free to follow and be able to catch up uh, uh, on all the old episodes and for the research for the upcoming episodes. Um, this time for Sublime. Thank you everyone for listening and uh, have a good night. And stay awesome. Fans We Love to Hate is produced and edited by Shway Media and hosted by Tim Phillippe and Sam Schwegler. The show's theme is by Sam Schwegler, and all other music is by Sam Schwegler and Timmy Two Step. For more, visit bandsweloveTohate.com and shwaymedia.com. And be sure to check out this month's band, The Chainsmokers, on Spotify and at thechainsmokers.com. Thanks again for the tunes, fellas. I can't wait to see what you'll do next. Now this is podcasting.